Kelly Henderson on the line from Trucking HR Sector Council Atlantic in Truro, Nova Scotia. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm great. And yourself? Okay. So you are in Truro, Nova Scotia. I am, the big city of Truro. Oh, man, I know it well. I used to live there. <laughs> it was exciting. No, I love it. It's a pretty little town, and it's kind of a um, kind of a hub. The hub. The yeah. hub. Yeah, it's it a is. hub. Absolutely. I think it started out as a hub for the railroad, and now it's very much a hub for the trucking industry, too, isn't it? Absolutely. I don't think you get anywhere in Nova Scotia without at least, uh, if you're traveling by road, uh, certainly crossing or coming past a sign for Truro at some point. So, Is that why Trucking HR Sector Council, uh, yeah. is, is that why it's in Truro is because it just happens to be geographically a good place to be? That's probably a good answer, absolutely. And partially when I came into the council in 2004, the office was in another location, and I was really fortunate that people that, uh, the powers that be decided that they would move the office to Truro so to accommodate where I was living. So, yeah, so that's kind of where we are, but I would absolutely say that it is probably the most central location for us as an organization. You know, we do a lot of traveling and work between New Brunswick, PEI, and Newfoundland, as well as Nova Scotia, so it definitely bodes well for us as being the hub. Yeah, you know, you sound like you're probably 25. <laughs> I'll go with that, for sure. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with that. You started out, it says, your commercial safety college. I don't even mm-hmm. know what that is. It's actually professional driver training school just outside of Truro and DeBert. You would pass DeBert uh, heading to Cape Breton. Yes. So yes, well, it's actually Town, And no, they've been around, goodness, I'm going to say probably close to 60 years. Wow. Uh, training professional drivers and being involved with road safety. You know what? I'm going off on a tangent here, but you're bringing back old memories because <laughs> Town, DeBert, I was in the army and I yes. used to be in DeBert and Town in an underground place. I don't yes. even know if it exists anymore. It's like top secret. I think but, it does, actually. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about no, it. No, we're no, we're not. No. I'm, not, I'm not a part of that either. <laughs> okay, all right. I want to know if uh, this Trucking HR Sector Council in the Atlantic mm-hmm. is part of Trucking HR Canada. Are you uh, connected? No, we're not. I mean, we are in the sense that certainly we share uh, practices and what have you, but they are uh, a separate organization, as we are. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you know, I just went to your website. Well, it's a website, I guess it's a part of Trucking HR, right? The Highway of Opportunity? That's correct. Wow, I love that website. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We get a lot of positive feedback on it. And basically, I mean, I don't know how far you got to delve into it, but the idea was that we really wanted to have a site that would help people who are considering careers in the trucking industry. And a lot of times when people reach out to us, there's a big assumption, whether it's a career practitioner or whether it's a potential new entrant, they always think that we're specifically speaking about professional drivers. And so what we really wanted to do was broaden that scope and be reflective of all of our industry as opposed to simply focusing on driving or the driver occupation. And so that's really where that kind of, uh, where it all started. I played the game, by the way. Oh, did you? Yes. How did you do? Uh, hey, I, I, I'm going to retire. <laughs> You're going to become a driver? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We may yeah. have some. We may be able to find some funding for you for you that. Know, I, I don't need it. I just made a lot of money <laughs> on the website. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And actually, the thought process behind those games was really kind of, uh, it was fun. Part of it was, of course, uh, you know, from industry perspective, to be able to share, you know, just kind of what it's about and what have you. But more importantly, whether somebody decides to be a part of industry or not, we really wanted to take an opportunity to inform them 
um, you know, on some actual safety tips. And so some of the, uh, and I'm not sure which game you play, but there is one where the uh, APTA, Atlantic Province of Striking Association, their safety council actually contributed the questions so that we could actually build that and ensure that there was some safety component or educational component actually in those games. Because ideally, we don't want to just see people who are out of high school, for example, um, coming to the site. It could be people who are just starting to get their license and considering their career opportunities. We're encouraging career practitioners or even guidance counselors or schools to look at the site and use it as a, you know, as a learning tool or what have you. So that was really where we went with that particular aspect. But one of the best things when we were piloting this site and certainly that particular piece of the, uh, of the website, the games and around safety, there was a girl, she was I think grade 12, and her father had been a driver for 20 years. And by the time she finished looking at the site and looking at the games, one of her comments was, I had no idea how much my dad did, you know, for, for, the, for, wow. just, for regular people. And no, no idea the impact that my dad had. And so it's kind of like, wow. You know, I agree with you, wow. Yeah. You know, we all sat back and said, okay, we've, we've done what we wanted to do. So. Well, I encourage everyone to go to uh, visit this website. It's the simply highwayofopportunity.ca. And check this out. It's great information. It's a lot of fun. And it really gives people, especially people who have no idea about the trucking industry, a better idea of what people actually do. So Absolutely. I know you, you said it wasn't really designed for people who were like graduating from high school or anything, but mm-hmm. but I still think it's a great eye-opener. Absolutely. And there is another component in there that might appeal to people who are either looking or employers who might be looking for to be able to post jobs. We have a lot of career resource centers that are also following that job board. And so, obviously, they know their clients. They know people who might be looking for employment. So it's a great opportunity, and there's no cost to post to actually access that that site. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking at it right now. Employment of choice jobs, latest jobs. It's a whole big job listing on there. And sponsored job listings, there's a ton of them. So I yeah. think, yeah, this is an uh, an incredible website. I'd like to see more organizations come up with stuff like this. This is excellent. Yeah, no, thank you. We're pretty proud of it. Now, you have something called the Employer of Choice Program? Yes, we do. Tell me about that. Okay. That program was actually developed in partnership with our industry carriers as well as our industry employees. And what we wanted to do when we started on this uh, kind of adventure, and it's probably about six or seven years ago, what we did or what we wanted was a recognition program for employers that would actually be, I guess, credible among the employee or the workforce. And so employers were really important, very very diligent about that when we were actually doing the consultation. And one of the things that came out consistently was employers wanted it to really be reflective of how employees felt about the employer. They felt that would be of great value as an employer, but also from the perspective of if they were ever going to use it for recruiting or what have you, that they could really speak well to the fact that they had got or achieved their designation. And so how it works is that a company, there's five different um, pillars that the, that the companies are actually evaluated on, but basically what happens is they go through the process. Their employees participate in um, a survey as well, and based on what the employees have to say, that heavily influences whether or not the company would even get their designation. So they need 80% as a company score to pass. 70% of that score is actually influenced by employee feedback. So they can't get it just if they fill out a great employer application. They absolutely need the support of the employees to be able to be able to support and achieve what the, the the minimum score that they require. This is kind of like the best fleets to drive for uh, list, right? It's probably that 
concept. It, it does go in, in the sense they're not competing against other organizations. They're competing against themselves, yeah. um, you know, in that particular aspect of it. And at the end of it, it's actually a program that's ongoing. So once you get it, what you're really doing is trying to strive to maintain it so that they get this. Every three years, they go through the review process where they have to go through the full survey application again. Uh, and then they, of course, go through the endorsement process by their employees as well. But during that time, they get an interactive report that actually gives them a summary of the results, but it also provides them with some HR tips, guide recommendations that they actually might want to take and implement that's in response to what their employees have noted. So, yeah, so it's kind of a comprehensive package from that perspective, and, and like I say, they just continue to keep building, and we're seeing, we're starting to see those uh, first companies that entered the program. They've gone through their reviews, and we're actually seeing them improving in all the different categories. So it's pretty exciting from an employer perspective as well, certainly for us, managing the program. You know, this has kind of crossed my mind as you're talking about this. And I know we've talked to a number of other organizations that have lists or, or talk about how to better serve the employee. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that over, I don't know how long this has been going on over the last decade or maybe a couple of decades that being a professional driver these days, you're given a whole lot more respect than maybe they were 10, 20 years ago. I hope so, absolutely. Yeah, this is an example because there was a time when it seemed like the companies didn't give a damn, you know, how you felt about how things were. Yeah, and when we look at it, when we do our annual recognition event of the employers who have achieved their designation over the past year, we always provide some summary quotes from each company to kind of reflect on how people feel about participating in the program as far as their employees go. And I always go back to, there's one company in particular, well, there's two examples for you, but one, the fact that the employee, the driver, reflects on the fact that the company is asking his opinion meant so much to him that he felt that he was working for an employer choice. You know, I mean, it changes perspective. It, it, once they're included in the process and, and you do recognize them and you do value your employees, whether it's the driver or anybody in your company, suddenly people are actually engaged and it's increasing engagement. And when the company actually takes the report and the summary report and reflects on the comments, because employees have an opportunity to make recommendations as well or suggestions as to what would matter to them as an employee, and the companies start implementing some of those changes, then they really see that they have power in, in their voice and then certainly that the company is listening and that they do value those people. And one of my all-time favorite responses, we have over 1,200 employee responses uh, so participating so far in this, wow. in this program. But one of my favorite is uh, from a small company who, who had applied and one of their employees put on the uh, survey comments, it doesn't matter if you get this or not. You're an employer of choice to me. <laughs> it's, so, it's so cute. Like People just become so impassioned by it. That's great. It's awesome. That's, that's great. I think there are few other occupations where it is more important that you get feedback from employees, than, especially from the drivers, because Absolutely. you're not in their face every day. You're yeah. not in the office every day. You're not sitting in front of them. You're out there. You're gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So for them to be able to be a part of it and, you know, whether they're a local or long-haul driver, you know, working different uh, schedules, everybody still has the opportunity to participate. And I think that's why it's so important. And certainly, you know, sometimes it is just comes down to saying thank you. I think companies actually get to see that they're, um, you know, more further ahead and, and maybe doing more than what even they get to realize. You know, you work in, in your office day to day and, you, you know, sometimes you're dealing with crisis every day. When you actually get to see some of that positive feedback from your employees, it really does help change perspective and and kind of give people a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Kelly, I got a thousand more questions to ask you, <laughs> but we're out of time. And no in fact, problem. we're over time, but that's okay. Okay. We want to have you back again if you're willing. That would be wonderful. Yeah. By the way, something crossed my mind when you, you were in Truro, Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. How many applications do you get there from outside the Maritimes? Applications for... Like, uh, how many people come looking for jobs driving or other opportunities in the trucking industry in the Maritimes from outside the Maritimes? I'm not really sure that we have anything specific to that. I know a lot of people, there's people that are out west who are always looking for the opportunity to come home. Yes. Um, And then, you know, every once in a while we get people who are looking for a new opportunity or a new experience, and so they're, they're searching out for those opportunities to get here when they might not have been here before. It's a wonderful place to live. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love it here. Yes. All right, Kelly. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we will talk to you again, I know. (laughs) That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate your time. That's Kelly Henderson from Trucking HR Sector Council Atlantic. She's in Truro, Nova Scotia. And an old friend joins us again in just a moment. Is the driver shortage hurting your business? Put the power of Canada's top driver recruitment section to work for you. Advertise your driver positions in Truck News and Truck West. With the largest print and truck stop circulation in Canada and the industry's top website, trucknews.com, we drive results. Hi, I'm Kathy Penner, associate publisher of Truck News and Truck West. I've spent more than 30 years helping carriers with their driver recruitment needs, and I'm ready to help you. Call me at 416-510-6892. 